Good afternoon, podcast fans, or should I say good middle-of-the-night podcast fans. Out here in Lemvi, Denmark, this is your favorite Denmark podcaster, Jeremy. Welcome back to another episode of the Always Loading Podcast. It is our belief on this podcast, and it gets bigger every single day, every single week, with every story that I hear. Maybe I'm biased, but I hear so many times of, oh my gosh, I met that guy, and he was just a normal guy. Of course he is. We're all literally the exact same. You are literally have the exact same opportunities You to be exactly what you want to be. Like the best athletes, entrepreneurs, doctors, influencers, they were at one point exactly where you were. There are people that look like you do, that are in the leagues, that are making millions of dollars, that have the life that you want to have. There's no excuse. It's all about the work, being consistent, putting your head down and going to work and believing in yourself. It really is. Today, I want to go further in detail on mental toughness. And if I could, I would cross off toughness and put preparedness. I would put it mental preparedness over mental toughness because I don't really believe there is a substitute for work. I was in Kansas City and wasn't able to get to the gym like I wanted to. And so I found myself working more on mental toughness and trying to override the fact that I didn't have access to a gym and getting up. I I mean, I didn't make 100 shots a day. And so I felt like I was trying to be mentally tough when I wasn't mentally prepared because I wasn't physically prepared. So I would love to cross out toughness and this call this mental preparedness. And I really believe that there are four things that are super important to becoming a mentally stronger person on the court. A lot of them have to do with um, being more prepared, but there are certain other things that we need to do. Number one, you have to get rid of expectations. All of them, good and bad. All they do is they take you out of the moment. They put unrealistic or even realistic um, pressure on yourself that is completely not necessary and you don't live in the moment. You miss the moment that's in front of you, whether that's warm-ups, whether that's breakfast on the day of a game, whether that's hanging out with your friends on the day of a game, whether it's the day before a game and you're just trying to go to bed. Like, you know, you have to learn how to live in each moment. I was working with a kid a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to him and I said, what this tells me is that you're just not living in the moment. You're sitting in class and you're thinking about the game and then you're in the game and your your head's not there. So you've, you're, you've been putting yourself in that game the whole week. And then by the time you actually finally get there, you're so worked up about it that like it's too much. It's too big for you. When you're in the game, be in the game. When you're in the classroom, be in the classroom. When you're in bed on watching Netflix, be in your bed and watch Netflix, like just enjoy that. You know, I feel like we are not in the moment because we have all these expectations and there are certain ways to stay in the moment too, because people are going to try to take you out of the moment. They're like, Hey man, you excited for Friday? And I've had done a podcast on this before, but if it's Tuesday, I'm going to be like, no, I'm excited for today. I'm excited for right now. Like what did Tuesday do to you? Learn how to live in the moment. And if you can't, that tells me that your life outside of basketball, outside of sports, isn't good enough for you. It, it's not entertaining enough for you. You're not challenging yourself. You're not putting yourself in, you know, you're not connecting with enough people. You're not going out with um, 
friends and you're not putting yourself in situations that matter enough to you to where you're thinking about the game. You're already worried about it. Like, I love the game of basketball, but as John Wooden said, and Socrates, and I believe a couple other people, I'm not that good at the quote thing, but success is not like a one-time thing. Success is a habit. And if you just pretend, if you just try to be good every day in life as a person, as a brother, as a worker, at as a student, you know, as someone who's learning a language, like if you're just trying to be excellent at every single thing you do as a filmmaker, by the time you step on the court and by the time you go to practice, it's just going to be another thing that you do well. And I really think thinking about it up until that point other than visualization and meditation, which is a whole nother ballgame, I really don't think it's important. And so if you have expectations of, oh, I'm going to score 30 this next game, I think it takes away from being in the moment and being able to read the defense properly. I think it takes away from um, being in the moment and like, hey, the right play is the right play. Like I made a move, but like this guy kept over and I'm thinking about scoring 30 and the guy cuts, and I missed the pass, and I took a shitty shot, and I missed it. Like, learn how to be in the moment. I really think that is super, super, super important. And if someone asks you, hey, man, like, because even before the last game, this is the first game I've ever played in my life. I'm telling you this. It's the truth. First game I've ever played in my life where I wasn't nervous. Ever. Like, ever, ever. I was excited, but I wasn't nervous, and it was the coolest feeling. And one of my teammates was like, hey, man, you ready for the game? And I was just like, I'm ready for warm-ups. And he just kind of looked at me and I was like, I, was like, I don't want to miss out on warm-ups. Like, I was like, I love warm-ups. And it just, I just felt so centered, so calm. It was really nice. So get rid of expectations, number one. Number two, you are not Johnny Veteran. You're not Cool Guy Chris. And you're not even Anxious Andy. You are you. Okay? And this is really important because we will follow like maybe the best player on the new team that we join or we have role models and so we want to act like them you might have to do something different and one of my favorite examples of this was in the book you can't hurt me by david goggins when he talked about the fact that he had to sit down and completely rewrite textbooks out word for word if he wanted to like extract what he was learning from that if he wanted to remember anything from those textbooks you are not those people like yeah johnny veteran might come in and take two shots feel good to go shoot 60 percent that game and just as calm as can be like you are not him you're not there in your trajectory like yeah you might be have played quite a few games but maybe you can't do that maybe you need a hundred shots to feel comfortable for a game and a workout and pre a pre-workout drink and protein like maybe you're a guy that needs to do meditation maybe you're a guy that you know needs to go for a long run maybe you're a guy that likes to party the night before i mean i know people that actually play pretty well coming off of a party and they only slept a couple hours like that's true it happens you are not those guys you are you like, figure out what works for you, and you have to ask yourself, like, what makes me good? Maybe go back and be like, when were my best games that I ever had? What did the week look like before? What did I eat that week? How did I train? How did I rest? 
How did I hang out with, with other people? Like, what did I do that week? And maybe try and mimic it. And that's the other thing is you got you to gotta try certain things. You got to be willing to try something and maybe not have it work. And you got to be okay with it. Like, you got like, to see the big picture. You know, sometimes you're out here playing for your life and you're playing overseas or um, you're playing professionally and you don't really have that luxury. And if that's the case, well, you probably should figure that out and be um, even more focused about it. Number three, you really, 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 really need to develop specific, specific mental workouts, not in your room, on the court. And what I mean by that is you have to develop an imagination. This is so important. Um, and this is something that I think has really helped calm me. Because if you asked me how I felt on a court in Kansas City, I would have told you I was one of the most unnerved people <laughs> that you've ever seen. Like I was operating at like a four. Um, if you're shifting from first gear to second gear to third gear to fourth gear, I was operating like in fourth gear the entire time. And then I didn't slow down. I didn't speed up. I didn't change paces. I was not in control of my own situation because I wasn't doing specific mental workouts. And so what I do is I literally imagine a defender on me at all times. I do not let myself be cool before I'm committed. And so when I'm in a gym, I don't let myself dribble the basketball above my knees I when I'm I don't ever let myself be a cone player. This is super super important. You are not a cone player. If you can have a cone move, that's great, but you're not going to be being guarded by a fucking cone. You're going to be guarded by a player, and especially good defense, you have to read the situation and what's going on in front of you and what they give you. Because yeah, you might have a killer step back. I was working with a kid the other day, he's got an awesome step back. But I gave him the right side just to see if he would do it, and he still did a step back. And I just talked to him. I said, look, that's a great cone move, but you better read. Like, do 100 reps of cone reps, but then I also want you to imagine a fender every once in a while and read that he didn't cut you off, and then just take another dribble and go lay it in. The right play and the easy play is there, and I feel like we miss it because we predetermine it by, oh, I'm going to get in my bag, and I'm going to do this in-out crossover through the legs that I've been working on for hours and hours and hours, and it might work, or you might do it, and the guy's steadily standing in front of you, and you travel because you just did a cone move against a person. So not only being imaginary or imaginary, but putting pressure on all of your shots. I make us do as a group. Um, we have to make ten. We have to make ten shots, and at the end, like I was telling you guys before, I have you have to make three in a row. I'm making myself do four in a row now, and then eventually it's going to be five and six, and eventually the whole workout is going to be. Um, you have to make a certain amount in a row, or you have to run or do things. And then number four, you have to have a go-to move. You have to have something on the court that makes you feel comfortable. Um, I was so freaking proud of a player the other day because he was um, he was kind of like me in Kansas City where he, he wasn't comfortable when he caught the ball. He didn't even look at the hoop. Um, he was always at one pace and was never in a good rhythm. And, you know, the other day he said, I feel like I finally got a good 
go to move. And then when we scrimmaged, he was like at a pace one, and then he'd go to a two, and then he hit the guy with a move. And it wasn't just his go to, he would go to different moves. And I was like, I had to stop practicing. Like, hey, I need everyone to see this right now because I'm so freaking proud of you because you are playing at different paces right now. How comfortable do you feel just having one go-to move in your back? And he's like, I, I feel completely different. And I was like, dude, this is so important for everyone to understand. Like when you have a go-to move, you feel like you at least have one thing that you can do to get a good shot up at all times. At all times, no matter what happens, no matter what the defense is doing, you have one move where you can go get a bucket and maybe get in rhythm. Or one move where you can at least get a good shot off if the shot clock's winding down you get the ball five seconds to go. And you don't have to force up a bad shot, you can force up your shot. And so having a go-to move, and so I actually made my entire team embarrass themselves, or they were going to impress their teammates. I said, um, you know, who's got a go-to move? Everybody... Uh, Go ahead, we'll just take turns. I'm going to let you start because I know you got one right now. And I let him go first, and he showed off his go-to move. And then there was a couple other players, and they, just, they were like, man, what if I don't have one? And I was like, well, then I'm going to make you go out there. I'm going to make you think and see if you do have one. And I need you to be comfortable with this. Like, if you're going to remember this. You're going to remember embarrassing yourself in front of your teammates. And then guess what? You're going to go home, and you're going to put together a go-to move. And in this environment, there's no, like, you're not allowed to mock your own teammates. Absolutely not. That is a no. And because that is my rule. But like everyone went out there and they did a go-to move. We talked about it as a group and said, hey, what is his best move? Because, you know, it's funny. Half the players didn't even know what their best move was. We did. Our teammates did. But they didn't even know it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing their progression as they develop at least one go-to move, two go-to moves, and then counters. It's super simple. And I feel like people put so much pressure on themselves to have this big old package of, of moves that they can go to. And it's like, no, 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 no. Kobe Bryant, one of the best scorers of all time in the NBA, had three moves. Three. Blow by, a counter, and uh, a counter to that counter. And then from there, he played enough basketball that he had other stuff in his bag but he had three main go-to moves. There's always a simple play, and I feel like we make this so difficult, but I really don't think it comes from mental toughness. I think it comes from mental preparedness. I think it comes from being very, 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 very specific with your workouts to make sure you feel good because you are not Cool Guy Chris, you are not Johnny Veteran, and you're not Anxious Andy. You are who you are, and you will find out through trial and error on what makes you feel good on game day. And when you find that out, you need to do more of it. It's so simple. It really is. You know, I've never really been that good of a shooter. Now I do this thing that's called shoot in the box, which you'll hear from my interview with the London trainer. And I literally put my flip-flops down and I make myself shoot and land in the same spot. And when I do, it takes away one of the variables. And a lot of times the shot goes in. Does it always go on? Of course not. But does it give me the best chance for the ball to probably go through the hoop? Yes. And you need to figure out what that is for you. If you would like suggestions or you just want to talk some things out, do some chalk talk with me, I'm always available to that. If you hit me up on Instagram, I will literally hit you back and be like, hey, when are you free for a call? Because I believe in talking about it. I believe in talking about things on the phone. 
asking you a hundred questions to figure out um, what you're working on. I mean, I'm being exaggerative, but I at least, at least like to talk to you for five minutes and see where your head's at and see what you're working on and see what your goals are and see what's important to you and then kind of make a plan from there. That's just how I like to work. Free of charge, I don't really, I don't worry about anything like that because I can make money in other ways. But anyways, for all of you out there, I hope you have a wonderful day. Get your reps up, get your mental reps up, and be you. Because there's nothing more that would make me happier than if you texted me at the end of a game and said, Jeremy, I was myself today. That's got power. All the best. Hey there, guys. Just one more quick note from me before I go. I really hope you're enjoying the podcast. I put a lot of work into this and it's something I enjoy doing. If you have any suggestions for me or you would like to nominate a guest for Relatable Role Models, you can hit me up at always underscore loading. And if you have not done it yet, if you would head over to iTunes and rate and comment the podcast, that would be awesome because then I can know how I'm doing for you guys. All the best.